Now in its third year, it's a yank on the footy with Craig Wessels talking about the greatest game on the face of the earth. Sit back and enjoy, everybody. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 180 of A Yank on the Footy. I'm Craig Wessels coming to you from Sandusky, Ohio. Thanks for giving the episode a listen. We're going to be sitting down to go through the tips for round 15 of the men's comp for the 2022 season with my special guest. Now, as in the past couple of weeks, the first game of the round has already been played, but we did send our tips to one another uh, prior to the... uh, game actually being played and again one of us was right and one of us is hosting this podcast so (laughs) you'll hear my reasoning behind it uh, as we go forward here but uh, it's uh, wow very very big big win for Melbourne this morning or last night as the case may be now don't forget that if you are interested in having your local footy club get a shout out during an upcoming episode Shoot me an email at yankonthefootygmail.com or send me a note on Messenger on Facebook or on Twitter at yank underscore on. I love being able to highlight clubs uh, to learn a little bit about the geography of the game throughout Australia. Now, today's club of the episode is being sponsored by MickAussie.tv. And MickAussie.tv is run by Kim Harrison, or as he's known here in North America, Mick Aussie. Mick has spent... Almost 25 years running his sports comedy channel, talking about the NFL, of course the AFL, the Canadian Football League, as well as the NBA, NHL, and occasionally Major League Baseball. He appears regularly on Sports Grid TV out of New York with Gabe Morenci. Now Mick, in his own right, was a terrific footy player in South Australia, as well as in the Northern Territories. And this club's episode or this club of the episode, I should say, was recommended by Jackson Miller, and they are the Oak Park Football Club. And the club is a member of the Essendon District Football League, and it was established in 1957 with the introduction of their 15U team. They joined the EDFL in 1960, and based upon my research, I found that there are four VFL-AFL athletes that played For the Kangaroos, including Peter German, who played 185 games for North Melbourne. Dave Rodan, who played 185 games between Richmond, Port Adelaide, and Melbourne. Jake Melksham, who's been in the news recently. uh, A current 200-game player between Essendon and Melbourne. And 2021 Adelaide pick Zach Taylor. Overall, the club has 20 premierships across all levels. And on Saturday at 2.15, the Roos are facing off against Hadfield at the J.P. Faulkner Reserve. Best of luck, Ruse and Jackson. Thanks for giving me a shout-out for them. Love being able to do that. Again, this week's Club of the Episode was sponsored by MickAussie.tv. Thanks so much, Mick. I truly appreciate it, man. So let's, uh, before we bring Mick on, let's take a look at the uh, games, you know, again, for those of you who are in the U.S., uh, who can you know, you can find out what games are going to be on television here uh, on cable or satellite TV now a few games I think are going to be on delay on Fox the Fox Soccer Plus channel but there are four live games that are going to be on this week and these are all coming from afana.com and uh, FS1 is carrying one game they're going to have the Sydney and St Kilda game which is on at 5 a.m. here. And then FS2, Fox Sports 2, is going to be carrying three games. So Friday morning, 
at 5 o'clock, the Bulldogs and Hawthorne. And then at 2.30 on Saturday morning, Geelong and Richmond. I'll be up for that one. And then at 1 a.m. on Sunday morning, FS2 is carrying the Collingwood and GWS game live. So four of those eight teams right there are in the top eight right now and facing off against one another. And three of the other four clubs, two of the other for sure, you could argue are making a push to get into the top eight. So, again, thanks a lot to Ofana.com for putting all that information together. So let's go ahead and jump into our conversation with Mick and go through the tips for round 15. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to welcome uh, Mick Aussie from MickAussie.tv back to the podcast. Mick, thanks for coming back on again, sir. We've had a lot of fun talking with you about footy and uh, all things uh, – media as well yeah absolutely mate i've enjoyed it uh i listen to podcasts all day and obviously love the afl a tough round of games this week hey Ooh. and what about last night oh. i was undecided whether to pick melbourne or the lions i did pick melbourne in the end but i lost my bets because i picked them one to 39 and the lions to cover 9.5 and the demons absolutely destroyed them so yeah. they are back they was, are back i was remember you know, we've talked about this before that you know i was i was i i tipped brisbane because in my mind what melbourne has been going through with the stephen may saga and you know now max gone being out I, I want I wanted Melbourne to prove to me that they were going to be able to get things done. It's like it's like I felt with Carlton when they when they lost uh, Weedering and they lost Pitnett. I said, how are they going how are they going to handle the mid, the you know the clearance situation? And they just dove in there. So you know, as I, I posted up on social media today, I said, you know, I was I was wondering how it was going to be when Robin didn't have his Batman next to him, and it turns out Robin's going to get his own movie after the way Luke Jackson played today. <laughs> Yeah, that's interesting, and I uh, believe today that uh, the Perth boys really think the Dockers are going to put something big to him, but hey, I'd be surprised if he le left the Demons. I oh. mean, why would you leave a team that you've won a premiership with? You, you should stay, you know? That's what I reckon. Yeah, that's, yeah. Well, you know, we've been, we always like to toss out a couple of different topics uh, before we, we dive into things, and uh you know, we're, we're watching the games and we're seeing, you know, the people, you know, again, with the great cause with buying the, the beanies and such for the, uh, for the, the Neil Danaher uh, push with, uh, you know, with everything that's going on there. But give, you know, give the folks in Australia just a little bit of a, a take on uh, the CFL. What was the, you know, the Canadian Football League? What was the coldest CFL game that you ever went to? Oh, I reckon they were both probably the Grey Cups in Edmonton in 2002 and then about three years ago. If you sit still, it's no good. And it was about minus 12 to 15 Celsius. And uh, you just got to walk around. And I went last time with a girlfriend. We sat for the first quarter and then we said, nah, we just got to walk around a bit. So when you're sitting still, it's terrible. So, yeah, I've been to a few games at about minus 12 to minus 15 wow, Celsius. Sometimes it's snowy and windy, and that can get rough as well. But, hey, I love it. I love the CFL, as you know. But it, it's – I think you – would you rather be at a game at the uh, at the Dome in B.C. in uh, Vancouver instead? 
oh, Pammy's BC Place. You know what? Some, sometimes, yes, but some of the outdoor stadiums, you get a better atmosphere if the mm-hmm. weather's nice. So that makes sense, yeah. Not that keen on indoor stadiums when the weather's good. That makes sense. So, yeah, this has been an interesting week. You know, we, we've kind of transitioned from it being an interesting week with the Ds, everything going on there. You know, Max Gaunt's foot injury, Stephen May and uh, Melcham's situation. And now we've moved on to Collingwood and uh, the the – continuing saga of Jordan Degoe. And uh, I, I, you know, we talked a little bit off air about this, but I'd, I'd love to get your take on this. I'm, I just, I, I don't really know what to think here. So let me, let me get what you're thinking on this. Well, first of all, I think he's an idiot for leaving Australia and going to Bali in the first place. Hey, if you want to party a little bit in the week off, that's fine. Maybe go out two or three, two times more in that first week. Get up in the morning and run the booze off. But to fly, flying, you could risk getting COVID for the fact of flying. And as we said last week, Bali is a party place. So it was always going to happen. And I'm disgusted in the way he has blamed it on ADHD, Attention Deficit Order Disorder, whatever it stands for. Now, let's be honest. It's a mockery for the people that have serious problems like that. And the tweet from the week comes from Sonia in Adelaide. She went right off and basically said her little boy has it and uh, he knows how to respect women. So I'm glad she said it and I didn't. I reckon he's got this, I-A-I-B-I-B-S-E. I'm an idiot, but I've got to blame someone else. I mean, just crazy. <laughs> nah, terrible, terrible. He's cost himself hundreds of thousands of dollars, and then That's he blames it on ADHD. Hey, we've all got a bit of that. If you read the definition of it, I think everyone's got part of that problem, but these young kids got to blame it on some fancy terminology i'm not happy mate i'm not happy it makes a mockery with people with proper mental illnesses and so forth there you go how's that i think that was it's it's actually much calmer than i thought it was and i'm gonna have to (laughs) when i go back and 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 publish this i'm gonna have to go back and write down that acronym because i think that uh i think that needs to be on a t-shirt and hopefully, right, somebody that's not, hopefully somebody that's listening does not steal that idea. No, you don't have to share it again. We'll, we'll <laughs> listen to it again after it's been, after we publish this up. But I, I think that might be a, uh, that might be t-shirt worthy and you don't necessarily have to, cause you can associate that with a lot of people because, you know, he is certainly not the first person to do that. Okay. He's Absolutely. Not, yeah. He's, and he's, and he won't be the last. It'd be nice if he was the last, but he's certainly not the first person to, to, to say it was somebody else's problem. We need to find somebody else that to, to throw this at their feet. Yeah. So let's, let's turn Hang this on. around. The, Go ahead. The only thing, the only thing positive I'll say is at least he's got good taste. I checked her out on Insta, Instagram and she's, uh, <laughs> she's quite a good looker. So at least he's got some good taste. So are, are you following her on Instagram now? No, but I did. So you're just stalking. Check her out. <laughs> Okay. Okay. She's got nice lungs. Put it that way. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> that's that's uh, good to know. So, um, so yeah, we wanted to take a, a moment before we get into the tips for this week and and give a uh, a plug to another huge advocate for the game of footy, 
but he's taken on a, a slightly different, you know, view than even you and I have. And this is a gentleman by the name of Troy Thompson, who runs, a, you know, he's kind of the admin of a, a page on Facebook called World Footy, but he's also, or, and he's also just started recently in the last month, uh, the World Footy podcast, which deals with Aussie rules, football, all over the world. And I know you, I know you have a really good relationship with, uh, with Troy. Why don't you give him a plug and tell people why they should check out his show right after they listen to mine and listen to yours. Oh, I started MickOzzy.com in year 2000. I reckon WorldFootyNews.com was only a year or two after that. So they've published articles from all around the world on different Aussie rules footy for probably 20 years. Then when I was making money on advertising, I would do a deal with the companies contacting me. Then I'd say to them, hey, do you want to look at another website? So I actually sold some advertising for World Footy News. They've done articles for me. So yeah, long-standing relationship. And this morning I listened to the podcast that Troy did. And it was great because it's different to what anyone else does. He ran through the scores and a little bit of news from games all over the USA, Canada. Then he went to Europe. He did Port Moresby. And then in the end, he talked about the two or three Canadian girls or international players, including Kendra Hale, talk, uh, playing for the Essendon women's in the VFL women's grand final mm -hmm. this week. So really good. I got so much information in that 20 minutes, including, I didn't know this, but the 49th Parallel Cup, which is Canada versus USA, is coming back August the 13th in Toronto. I'd love to be there. I've been to two of those games already in Vancouver and Toronto. So big news, fantastic event. Oh, mm -hmm. and Edmonton here. So I've been to three of those. 49th Parallel Cup, it's called. Yeah. Great event. And I, I, talked to, I talked to Rick Shaibani, who plays at the LA Dragons, uh, earlier in the week, and I believe he's going to Toronto to play in that tournament. He's playing in that game up there. So he, I think he's really excited about that. That's fantastic. Well, it's the 11th one, and the only time Canada won is in, was in Vancouver in 2007, and I'm filming it and commentating on my own, so that's still up on my YouTube. But, yeah, USA have beaten them every other time except for in Vancouver. Okay. Okay. So you ready to hop into our tips for this, this week? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Tough round. Uh, well, it is. Yes. Uh, and uh, you're already one and oh, and I'm oh, and one. I, I mentioned that in the introduction, I said, you know, one of us got the, uh, one of us got the, the, the tip, right. And the other one's hosting the podcast. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, I, I, as I'd mentioned folks, you know, we sent our tip for the, the, the D's and uh, Lions game to one another uh, the previous night. So we, uh, we'd made our commitment to that well beforehand. Um, and I, you know, Mick had tipped the D's by six points. I had tipped Brisbane by 10. Well, okay. I kind of got that right, but the, I tipped, I, I tipped them. I tipped Brisbane to win by 10, but they lost by 10 goals. Uh, <laughs> So I, I, I'm just very impressed by what happened with the D's. And I, and I just, uh, I, I, was, it, was it a situation where the Lions just wanted to get out of there? I mean, because they blew a lot of percentage last night. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't see the game because I would have had to get up at like 3 a.m. Yeah. my time. But right, I'm sure right. you probably watched a little bit. But 
Yeah, the D's are back with a vengeance and got a line's got to be disappointed. Absolutely. Yeah, it was a it was an ugly contest for them. So hope you know they're gonna have to you know get things turned around here. So let's jump into the first game that hasn't been played yet. And I'm just I'm going through the order that they're listed on the uh, afl.com.au's website uh, where they've got the teams listed. So we're actually gonna be looking at Carlton and Fremantle first here. And that's at Marvel Stadium on Saturday afternoon. And, you know, this is going to be an interesting game because Fremantle's their, their third in tackles and disposals, fourth in hitouts, and they're second in uh, the least number of points that their opponents are scoring and third in least inside 50s for their opponents. Carlton is first with first in disposals and marks and last, or I'm sorry, least amount of opponents' disposals. Yeah, this is a, a really interesting game. You know, you've got, you know, Jack Barton, Lockie Fogarty are out. Uh, Sam Durden is injured for the, for Carlton as well. Uh, Matthew Tabner, Michael Frederick are back in Darcy Tucker is the medical sub, but Michael Walters is out. Sam Switkowski is injured after having been out for a couple of games because of a uh, uh, suspension. Blake Akers is out as well. Jack Noons is playing his 200th game this week. So what are you thinking about Carlton and Fremantle? Oh, this, this might be the equal toughest one of the week. We got the third place Dockers against the fifth place Blues. So Dockers with 10 wins, Blues with nine. Whoa, interesting. The two Perth lads I love listening to, they both went for the Dockers. Blighty and Wilds went for the Blues from SA Sports Day. I'm going to go with the Dockers with very little confidence. I think they might get it done there. Four and a half point favorite. I like that Tabernard's back in. Mm -hmm. Acres is out. That's a bit of a worry. But I'm going to go with the Dockers just, but I will not be putting any money on it because it could be a ripper and could absolutely go either way. I like both coaches. Both coaches are playing a nice running, attacking style of game which is what I like as well. So Dockers just could go either way, mate. Yeah, I think, I think the midfield battle in this game is going to be, is going to be tremendous. And, I, and I'm going with you. I'm going with Fremantle. I've got them, you know, I think this is becoming kind of a team of destiny here. And uh, I've got them winning it by eight. Uh, and I just throw a number on there, but I think it's going to be a very close game. So I, I think we're both in agreement on that one. And then we go to uh, Friday night out to Optus Stadium for the West Coast Eagles and the Essendon Bombers. And some people are saying, well, they have to play it. But you know what? It's 16 and 18 on the ladder. And, you know, so some people are thinking, well, who cares about this game? I, I don't agree with that. I think that's flat out wrong. Because the Bombers played their best game of the season last week and got a win. And the Eagles arguably played their best game of the season, even though they did. Well, they beat Collingwood earlier this year. But they both played pretty darn well the eagles have got a couple big ins this week they've got liam ryan coming back in tim kelly's coming back in they're going to be without dom sheed jeremy jeremy mcgovern is i'm not sure if he's out of the hospital yet because he took a hip to his rib cage and it looked rather innocuous when it happened but it, i think it turned out to be a lot more serious than it than it was than it turned out to be um kyle lankford and will Sellinger back in andy mcgraw is out for essendon what are you thinking on this one? Yeah, this is a interesting game, and I don't very often go for too many upsets, but I'm going to go for one here. I think the Eagles might get it done. 
I think the Saints might have just had a bit of an off day last week and the Bombers have not been playing well all year. They're 17 or 15 point favourite. Take the Eagles to cover the spread and I even have picked them to win. Kelly's a big in, but yes, McGovern, they reckon he might have even had a bit of a punctured lung, possibly. He is one of my favourite defenders mm-hmm. in the whole of the AFL. I'm going to go for the Eagles. I think they need a win, and it could be this week because it's at Optus. But who knows, right? Again, right, right. tough week, tough well, week. Yeah. And, you know, I, I think the, uh, I, I'm going with the Eagles as well in this one. I, I think, you know, that, you know, that the Eagles supporters are going to be buoyed by how well they played last week because they, as, as we talked about, I said, you know, this, I told you last week, I said the game with the Eagles, when I saw who was coming back in as a cat supporter, it scared the hell out of me. And it turns out, you know, I said, I said the cats by 13 and I was just a couple feet away from being spot on on that because it ended up being 18 and that last kick was close (laughs) to being a goal. So, I mean, I almost had that one spot on, right. Um, But yeah, I've got West coast winning this one by 11 because I think, I think the the supporters that are going to, are going to show up, because they, they, they always do at West Coast anyway. Uh, and I just think it's going to be a, a, I think it's going to be a great game for 16 versus 18. Because I think they're both better than where they actually are on the ladder. Well, I'd love to be there. It's sunny and 25 degrees in one of my favorite cities in Australia, Perth. I haven't been to that new stadium. So, yeah, it would be great to be there. And I'm an Eagles fan. I like Bombers. but. Uh, Eagles need a win. They have been absolutely mm-hmm. terrible this yeah, year. Yeah. So we move on to Marvel Stadium Friday night, the Bulldogs and Hawthorne. Big, a couple of big outs for the Bulldogs. First of all, a big in. Uh, Cody Waitman and his dislocated elbow are back out there. So, yeah, some people may, you know, call him a bit of a flopper, but you can't, you can't doubt his courage for being back out there after having, you know, popped his elbow out of its joint last week and coming back out to the game. But Tim English is out. Taylor DeRay is out as well. Jordan Sweet's going to be in the ruck. Uh, Chad Wingard is one of six players out for the, uh, the Hawks. Uh, Whirlpool, Impey, and Mitch Lewis are back in. The Bulldogs, quite frankly, they need to keep pace with the clubs ahead of them. You know, the teams that are in fifth through ninth are all one win ahead of them right now. So they need to win just to keep them in front of them so they can see them or they drop, in some cases, two games off the pace because somebody in there is going to lose. You know, the Hawks have played some decent football. I'm going with the Bulldogs to win this one by 14. I just, I think the Bulldogs are, are a better side right now. What are you thinking on this one? Well, you've picked it pretty close to the spread. The uh, spread is, it was 18 and a half points. And now the dogs are favored by 15 and a half. I've got the Hawks to cover, which you do as well at 14. Interesting world footy news, the podcast we were talking about. They were talking about Connor Nash today, who was an Irishman, a former rugby player, union player for Ireland. He's playing on the wing. He has also played some ruck this year, and he just signed a two-year extension. So there's some good world footy news. The Irishman, Connor Nash for the Hawks. MP's in, he's a good player. You still got Mitchell and O'Meara, very good, and Sicily, of course. But I'm with you. I'm going for the dogs. It's a must win. They are one game out of the eight. And if they lose, they will probably be 
two games out, and I think we both picked them to win the Premiership this year. Yes, I, I like yes. the dogs. I like the dogs to win. Tim English is a big out. I notice uh, Joe Hansen is on the half forward flank, and Hugo Hagen. I hope he plays well at centre half forward. The uh, draft pick of number mm-hmm. one from a couple of years ago. So good yep. luck to him. And and uh, I did see that. Uh... Josh Bruce had a little bit of a tweak of his hamstring after the uh, the VFL game he played this past week, so it may, he may be out yet another couple of weeks. He'd be getting close to coming back, and they they could desperately use him, you know, as another as another target up forward for them. Yeah, absolutely. He needs yeah. a haircut, but with him and Norton, <laughs> with him and Norton up forward, that makes him pretty dangerous, doesn't yep. it? Yes, it. Yeah. So. Um, we move on to the cats and the tigers. And I guess I have to ask the question, first of all, before we get into this one, is this one technically a Geelong home game? The cat supporter asks begrudgingly. Because uh, <laughs> I, I know the M1 must be, cl- the M1 I think is closed southward from like mid-March until mid-September. Nobody's able to travel southward on there. You got uh, you got Dusty and Ivan Soto were back in. Uh, Jack Ross is back in, but you got some big outs. Kane Lambert is out. Noah Balt is out. Trent Cochin is out for the Tigers. Um, you've got uh, Dangerfield still being held out at least one more week. His calf, I guess, hasn't come quite back around yet. Gary Rowan's back in. Jack Henry, you know, a big in for the Cats' defense. I mean, that's that's one of those stalwarts that they've not had since I think round five. Max Holmes is back in. And what, what I thought was, was kind of interesting, and I saw somebody post this online, you know, the, the player that, that Cat supporters have loved to kind of just, you know, sledge on for the last several years has been Zach Guthrie. And, I, and I've kind of done it too, because, you know, when I first started following the game, it looked like he hadn't even started to go through puberty. But he, <laughs> he is, he's a man now, and he's, he's managed this week. So somebody commented that he, you know, that it's a big improvement that he went from, you know, typically being omitted to being managed, but that's a, that's a step forward for him. You know, he's listed as one of the emergencies that, you know, and uh, Jeremy Cameron's playing game 200 for the Cats. So I'd love to hear your take on this. I think you might know where I'm going with it, but I'll let you go first. Well, reading the AFL website, it said Tigers at Cats. So it must be the Cats <laughs> home game. <laughs> Dusty's a big in, of course. Shay Bolton's injured. He's a good player. Cochin's injured. Interesting lineups. We've got Stengel, the little fella, against the Broad, Nathan Broad. The two guys have been suspended in the past. Stengel should just say to Broad, hey, how's your photography going? That might upset him. I don't know if you know that story from the premiership a few years ago. I, I probably heard it, but I don't specifically remember that one. Oh, he got in a bit of trouble after they won the premiership. He took a picture of a young lass. Oh, uh, with the with the with the the the, medal, the premiership medal. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I did. I didn't know who took it. I, 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 uh, I, I do remember that picture, but I did not go checking any Instagram pages like somebody <laughs> we both know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he got in trouble. He got suspended for a few games for that because she uh, probably had a few drinks and wasn't too happy that he shared it amongst his friends. Right, so, right. Uh, 
I'm sure he's learned from that little mistake. And I'm sure Tyson Stengel's learned from his mistakes when he was in Adelaide. Mm -hmm. But here we go. I'm going to go for the Cats. And as you'll see, I've got my Cats lookalike jersey on. I've yes, got my South Gawler Lions blue and white horizontal stripes jersey on because I'm not a Tigers fan. I hope the Cats win that one. And here's one for you, mate. I like your comment on this. This is from the comedian uh, media guy in Australia, Titus O'Reilly. He says Hawkins has kicked his 700th goal, 400 of them staged. What do you think about that, about the great Tom Hawkins? <laughs> well, that's uh, evidently somebody who's not a cat supporter there. But, yeah, I uh, – <laughs> now, I, I'm – I uh, don't know if you notice here over my shoulder. I, my, I have a new door, if you will, on my recording room. This is a flag that uh, Troy West sent me that I have turned into the door so I have a backdrop now behind me. Um, so that's uh, so thanks, Troy, if you're listening. I'm going with the Cats to win this one by 10. I think it's going to be a close contest. But since it's a Cats home game, <clears throat> maybe when they get the new stand finished that they can finally get. Yeah, I know Richmond came down for a practice game in, Mar in early March. That's why I said it was like mid-March that they can't find their way southward, you know, from Melbourne there. Uh, I, I, I do hope the Cats win, of course. But I think they're going to win this one. I think it's going to be you know, a, a very close contest. You, know, you got a couple big outs for the, uh, for the Tigers that I, I think are going to allow the Cats to have a little bit more success in the forward 50 than, than Richmond would like them to have. Yeah, I think this is one of the toughest games and could be absolutely one of the best games of the round. And it's the repeat of the... Uh, grand final up there in Brisbane a couple of mm -hmm. years ago. So, and I have gone against your cats a couple of times this year and regretted it. And I don't like the Tigers much. So yes, I'm hope your cats do win this one. All right. All right. We're, we're moving on to, and I, uh, another one of those games that it's not top eight sides. Uh, I've got North Melbourne and Adelaide who are heading down to Hobart, Hobart, uh, to the Blundstone arena. And, uh, you know, is this a, uh, is this another one of those audition games for the Ruse? I, I hope not. I, I hope Tasmania is able to get their own side. I hope they're able to work that out. Um, Jason Horde Francis is suspended. Suspended. Jack Zebel is out injured as well. You've got a half dozen. Let's see, two, four. You've got six ins. You know, a lot of big names for North Melbourne. You know, Aiden Bonner, Ben McKay, uh, Callum Coleman-Jones, Cameron Zerhar. Taryn Thomas is in and Jackson Archer, whose father was the shin boater of the century. And that was one of those, you know, you know, wipe the dust from your eyes, phone calls that was up on online there when he's calling dad to tell him he's getting a game. Um, Himmelberg, Schoenberg, uh, our, yeah, Chase Jones are back in for the Crows. Riley Filthorpe is out. Uh, what are you thinking about this one? Ugh. Well, first of all, Jason Archer, good luck to him. His dad was a fantastic player for many years at North Melbourne. Remember watching him a lot. Hugh Greenwood, the former Crow, he's back in on the wing. He hasn't done much there after defecting from the uh, Gold Coast Suns. Crows, well, Thilthorpe, Thil I have trouble with that name. I don't know if you do. It's like a stutter. Thilthorpe, he's injured. Malira's on the bench. He's been disappointing. Schoenberg's up and down. And Darcy Fogarty, and if Chase Jones plays, 
they play their 50 games each. Well, they probably played 47 bad ones each. I'm a bit harsh, but Fogarty's finally come good. I know the forward players do take longer to get going, but very disappointed with Fogarty and Chase Jones so far. Maybe I'm wrong. Hope they come good. I'll go with the Crows without too much confidence. They're uh, 18 and a half point favourite. Yeah, it'll probably be about that. So take the Crows to win, but it could be close. Yeah, I've got the I've got the Crows by 14. You know, both of these clubs desperately need a win. You know, I, I think that, you know, North Melbourne needs a win just for the psyche of the club. And Matthew Nix, I think, needs a win, especially this win, because, you know, the 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 seat he's sitting in might be getting a little bit warm for him right about now. I've never told you this. The main reason I'm not a fan of Matthew Nix, I'll tell you now, in the first year he was coaching, they were like zero and 15. Mm-hmm. And Malcolm Blight told this story on the, on the radio show. Apparently Rory Sloan and one or two of the other players went to Matthew Nix and said, Hey, listen, you and your assistant coaches, your modern-day terminology rubbish is confusing the players. The players didn't understand the terminology they were using in the meetings. Hmm. And guess what happened? The next week, they won. Wow. So these modern-day coaches kind of annoy me, and that's why I like some of these new coaches that are adopted to the new rules Mm-hmm. Alistair Clarkson, really? Do we think he's going to be great when he comes back? Because he's a defensive coach. Maybe I shouldn't diss him as well. But that's the reason I'm not keen on Matthew Nix. Hope they turn it around, but I'm a lifelong since they came in Crows fan. But this is the most disappointing I've seen them in the last couple of years. So I get a bit upset with them. I really do. Yeah, that's and and, and that's a very that's a, I had not heard that story before. So that's, you know, you've got much more insight on that than I would have. I think we've got uh, two, three games left to look at here because uh, this is our first you know, week of actually nine games since we've been doing this. We've got the Swans and the Saints. They're playing at the SCG on Saturday evening. You know, both of these clubs have tumbled a little bit down the ladder. They're sitting at seventh and eighth right now. The Saints have dropped two in a row. They've got some big outs. Uh, Bradley Hill is going to be out for personal reasons. Patty Ryder is being managed. Uh, Jack Higgins was omitted. Uh, Cooper Sharma is coming in. Jack Steele's back in. Uh, Peter Laddams is suspended for the Swans. But Tom Hickey is back in. So evidently his knee is healthy enough to get him back out there to play. You know, I think the Swans are going to hold on to their spot in the eight for at least another week here. I'm going with the Swans to win this one by two goals. Good pick. We tend to be agreeing on most of these. I'm going for the Swans as well. And what about Laddams, eh? Getting suspended for hitting one of his old poor yeah. power mates. I think it was the, I think he hit Ollie Wines yeah. when he was on the ground. So that was a bit stupid these days with and cameras I, everywhere. And I did see where Wines basically said, you know, that, that, you know, the league needs to lighten up on that sort of stuff because that sort of thing is going to still happen. I think, I don't think he was happy that, that uh, Laddams got suspended. Yeah. Well, the Saints are disappointing last week. Jack Steele's a big in, but Higgins omitted. That's interesting. But mm-hmm. this is also interesting. Paddy Ryder, the big former Port Adelaide Ruckman, he's managed 
Marshall's good, but there's some kind of statistic when they both play together, the Saints play extra well. So right, right. I'm going for the Swans. They're 14 and a half point favorite. Yeah, it might be close. Take the Saints to cover, but I think the Swans will win. And it looks like it's going to rain at the SCG in Sydney. So another good game, of course. Could go either way. Seventh versus eighth, both with eight wins. Crucial game. Whoever loses might be in trouble. Yeah, that's true. That is true. Um, to, because, you know, if the Bulldogs win, they're probably hopping into the eight. One of the games we haven't mentioned yet, if, if Gold Coast wins, I haven't figured out yet whether or not they could possibly hop into the eight. We'll get to them in a moment here. Um, but let's move on to the Magpies and the Giants. And they're playing Sunday afternoon at the MCG. You've got a whole laundry list of people who are in for the Giants. Uh, Callum Brown, Daniel Lloyd, uh, Kieran Briggs is coming in. Phil Davis is back from his hamstring injury. Tim Toronto, uh, Xavier O'Halloran, and Wade Dirksen is making his debut. Debut. Isaac Chug is debuting for the Pies, and they're bringing back in uh, Aiden Begg again. Caleb Polder's back in. Uh, Jordan DeGoey, of course, is out uh, for personal reasons. And uh, by the way, I do want to I do want to say congratulations to the newly minted Australian citizen Mason Cox. Uh, does this mean technically that we no longer have an American playing in the AFL? <laughs> do we need to find another one now? Is, how's that gonna? You know, the NBA draft is going on right now as we're recording this, so maybe somebody who doesn't get drafted, who happens to be six foot eleven, should maybe hop on the phone and talk to one of these clubs about coming over there and playing football. Well, like we said last week, I really respect Mason Cox for the how many hours and hours he mm -hmm. must have worked on to get his kicks and handballs right. So there's a lot more than just being big. But right, Australia, right. Did, Australia did bring in dual citizenship probably 15 years ago. I okay. should get mine, but I haven't got it yet. I haven't got my Canadian citizenship. I don't really need it. I just get, I just renew my landed status every five years. Yeah. I'm going to go with the Magpies, 70% chance of rain. Jordan Degoe, oh, he's out for personal reasons. <laughs> the clown. How will the Magpies react to that? Will they react in a good way? They must be upset with him and also little Ginevan who needs to pull his head in. Oh, yeah. Well, that's the little I... blondie, good player, but he needs to smarten up. And, so there's trouble. Yeah. Yeah, there's trouble there. The Giants are a chance. Toby Green, seven goals for a four. That's mm -hmm. a fantastic ever. Yeah. Let's go for the Magpies. Giants to cover the 12-and-a-half-point spread. But, again, home field advantage. It's hard when you're not sure. Take the home team. Yeah, Magpies yeah. to win just. I've got I've got the Magpies by 11. So, yeah, we're right, we're right on board there. Yep. And uh, the last game of the round. The last game of the round, Port Adelaide on Sunday afternoon, hosting the Gold Coast Suns. And you've got three debutantes in this game. Between the two sides, there are 12 players who are coming in that did not play last week. Travis Boak is a huge in. Of course, you know, Will Powell, just an awful injury. Uh, I, I, I have not gone back. I mean, I saw it when it happened, and it was, it was a gruesome injury. I wish him well. I, and I did mention in, in – the episode earlier this week, uh, I thought it was a really classy move on, on a neat move on his part because he actually still has his Facebook page from, from when he was a young kid. 
And he actually went on, you know, he doesn't post on there hardly at all, but he went into one of the Gold Coast discussion boards on Facebook and thanked all of the, the supporters of the club for the well wishes. And it, that, and it wasn't anything else beyond that. But I just thought, you know, that, and you see that on Instagram where, where that will happen or maybe on Twitter, but I don't see that often happening on Facebook. So I thought that was pretty, pretty cool on his part. Uh, they lost Joel Jeffrey to a meniscus injury as well this week during practice. And, and I have to ask, I, if, am I the only person who is sitting there silently cheering for the Suns to be successful? Am I the only one? There have there, got to be some other people who are not necessarily, you know, Suns as, as the club that they support who are going, man, it is nice to see them finally having some success. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm totally with you. I really do hope they win this week because I'm not a Port Adelaide Power fan, as you know. Yes. Great news. Jack Lacocious mm-hmm. re-signed for a four-year deal. He said he's close to family back home in Adelaide, but he never has a reason to leave the Gold Coast Suns. So that's that's big news for them. Right, right. And you know what? That's smart too, because the Crows aren't going anywhere in a hurry. (laughs) (laughs) Rory Atkins, a former Crow, he's back in for the Suns. He signed a five-year deal, hasn't done much up there, but was a good player at the Crows. It could rain in Adelaide. I'm going for the Port Adelaide Power. They're 15-point favourite. Again, let's take the Suns to cover and maybe win. Could be a close game. And I need to kind of apologise to... uh, well, I didn't say it to his personally, but Marshall, Todd Marshall, I kind of dissed and thought he got too many games early in his career that he didn't deserve them. He should have played more in the SANFL, but he's really turned it around. So Todd Marshall has played very good football after starting his career not too good and mm-hmm. getting a bit lucky in a few games. Power to win, I think. Hope not, though. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I... I, I, I'm wondering, you know, and I, I'm going with Port Adelaide to win this one by uh, about two and a half goals simply because it is a home game. I think the Port crowd will be there. You know, it's, I, I, won't, I won't be surprised if the Suns win this because they, they, this is a club that I think might find their way into that eighth spot before it's all said and done. You know, look, as you mentioned, Lacocious is signed. Supposedly Isaac Rankin is about to sign an extension. And I have to, I have to wonder is – and I think we've mentioned this before is, is Gold Coast becoming a destination club for players? You know, is, is Stuart do, you know, it, it, and it'd be great if, if they were to say, you know, okay, you know, Stewie do, we love the job that you're doing here is an extension for you. You know, that would, if that, if that's who they're planning on hanging on to there, I think it would be, I think it would, would bode well for that club. You know, because it seems like that the, the Suns are in many ways like Brisbane in terms of the, like, not the love affair, but maybe like the father-son relationship that, that the, the players have with, with Chris Fagan. Yeah, I, uh, I tend to agree. I listened to a great interview again with the chairman of the Suns, Tony Cochran. Mm-hmm. If you ever get the chance to listen to this guy, he's very good. He's a bit outspoken in a good way. And he, um, he basically said what you said. It's becoming a club of destination. The kids that all came in together are young and they're growing up together and having fun down on the beach as well, obviously, in their off time, away from the huge media spotlight. 
So I'm with you. I hope they come good. The AFL's poured a lot of money in there. And I'm a bit of a Suns fan as well, especially this week. Because if the power lose, they're kind of gone. Yeah. Suns can go to eight wins and keep in touch with the eight. So let's hope that happens. But it could so, be a really good game in my home city let, of Adelaide. Let me ask you this question. How do the beaches in the Gold Coast compare to the beaches in Bali? Uh, different. Gold Coast is... Uh, have you ever been to Honolulu, Hawaii? I have. Yeah, it's kind of a bit like that. Massive hotels. Um, good surf beach, a lot of nightclubs, big, very big, a lot of tourism, a lot of people from Japan and Asia go there on holidays, a lot of golf courses. I went up there for a week. I had fun there, but big, big, big holiday destination. Absolutely. So it's kind of like Las Vegas with beaches. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of. Okay. Okay. So big destination and, and saltwater crocs, if I'm not mistaken. (laughs) <laughs> there might be some but yeah it'd be the sharks that you'd have to worry about well okay but yeah i i mean yeah. i'm i'm a little bit more i'm a little bit more concerned about the the crocs and the the, the sharks as opposed to the drop bears that people always joke about uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah i i i won't be surprised if, if the suns win this because i and i i just i think it's good for the for the comp to see them finally be successful to see the the, the league be able to say, see, this is what we've been investing in. And it would, I just hope that the, the supporters start to show up. I mean, because, you know, the, the, the people who are supporters are very passionate. There's just not a lot of them yet, because again, it still is a, uh, you know, still very much a, a rugby centric area of the country. Oh, absolutely. It yeah. is. It's uh, massive rugby, but the Aussie footy's growing and the women's league has helped mm-hmm. that as well. But, you know, they started to go well quite a few years ago with Gary Ablett Jr. up there, but then he, he basically busted his shoulder and they went downhill that mm-hmm. year. So they've been down for quite a while, but let's hope these kids can stick together. Rao and Anderson, obviously the top two draft picks from a few years ago. They're right, good right. young players. So, Let's hope they keep going. And I'm a fan of Stuart Jew, absolutely. Yeah, I, I just, I just think he looks. It looks like things are starting to come together for them. So I'm, I'm excited for them. I hope, I hope it works out. Uh, and I just, I'm, I do think though that the that Port Adelaide is is going to get the win at home this week. I just think that that's going to happen. Uh, you know, bringing you know you know, bringing both back in, who was just, you know, a phenomenal player for them. So I think that's going to be just enough to push them over the top, if you will. So, yeah, I, I did. I watched that game live last week, Port Adelaide and the Swans, and they did. Swans started very well, mm-hmm. and then Port Adelaide came back and they played their best game of the year. They'll need to do that against, again against these young lads. Absolutely, right, they right. will. And that's that's the only game I did not watch last week. I still need to watch that one yet. I did not watch the Port and uh, Swans game. I watched the other five, but I didn't. I did not get to that one. Right. Um, so, so there's folks our tips on round fifteen. I think we were pretty much close on just about everything. I don't even know if we had any that we were different on, other than you going with Melbourne and and me, not. Uh, <laughs> but you know, Brisbane will bounce back. I just I. Uh, I put out on the different the discussion boards for the two clubs, you know, to get thoughts from the supporters from each of the clubs. But I, uh, I'm, 
I think that this was this really was a good thing for Melbourne, and, and Melbourne has a pretty good, pretty solid run home. They've got some tough games coming up here to get themselves back because they finish up the year at Brisbane in round twenty three. Wow! So it's going to be an opportunity for Brisbane to get some payback there. Yeah, I want to give you a bit of credit here. You don't look at the plus minus of which team is favoured by so much. I do not. You pick you about three of those games. You pretty much pick the team to win. That was the amount they actually are on the spread. So you got the spread pretty close on without even looking at it. So that's yeah. good, man. I don't. I don't even know where to look. I don't even know where to look <laughs> for those things. So that's not. That's not on the AFL. I, I don't think that's on the AFL site, is it? No, it's not okay. what the AFL site well, do. Well, I guess they, they have the sports bet odds you could click on, and it would tell you that. I guess. Okay. See, I yeah, have no, they, I have no idea what all those numbers, those dollar amounts mean. I don't have a clue. So I guess well, I'm, I'm pretty pleased. I guess that I don't know that sort of thing. No, all it all it means, mate, is let's say the Bombers Eagles. So the Bombers, if you um, if you put a dollar on, you get a dollar forty two back. Oh, I Eagles, see. if you put a dollar on, you get $2.90 back. And the Bombers are favoured by 15 and a half points. Okay. So that's okay. all the plus minus means is how much they are favoured by. And you can bet the plus or the minus. So like I said, I think the Eagles will cover that 15 and a half points and even win. Okay. Oh, yeah, I, I mean, I understand you know, the, the, the point difference in terms of what you're favored by. I just never could figure out what the, what the numbers were there when they're talking about them because it, it's not something that I was ever planning on doing. So it was, not my, it was not something that I was figuring I needed to spend too much time on. <laughs> well, that's a smart move because it's very hard. Yeah. It's very hard to pick the uh, plus minus on AFL. I often just hope they team wins. Mm-hmm. So you just go the money line or like you and I do, we, I go on a couple of competitions online. Yeah, I just I have my fantasy team, which, by the way, Todd Marshall, I picked up a couple of weeks ago and has done wow. really, really well for me. So wow. I, I lost Max gone. So I've been scrambling to try to find a ruck. Uh, so, I, I mean, I had Mabi Archol in my ruck for a couple of rounds during nice. the bye because I didn't I couldn't find anybody else. So. Where can people find you online, sir? Yes, it's uh, Mick Aussie. My name, M-Y-K-A-U-S-S-I-E dot TV or Mick Aussie Twitter. I'm on Twitter a lot and so are you. So Twitter is very good for sports or Mick Aussie, two words on Facebook. But Mick TV, I keep up to date with uh, the shows I go on and even the podcast. I included part of our show last week on my podcast. So. Mm-hmm. Let's keep promoting each other and absolutely, uh, yeah, it's, it's uh, uh, growing. It's a help. So, and you're also you spend time, uh, you know, for those those folks who are maybe in Australia who are fans of American sports, or maybe you can talk them into the CFL as well. You spend time on Sports Grid with Gabe Morenci, and they can find that on YouTube as well, can't they? Yeah, absolutely. That's a company that's growing. It used to be Fantasy Sports Network. I used to get it on my Telus TV here in Edmonton. And they are Sirius Satellite XM Channel 159. And YouTube, you just type in Sports Grid one word and there's a chat on there. So I'm on there Friday nights at about 8, 10 Eastern USA, Canada time, which is around about uh, 11 o'clock Eastern Saturday morning in Australia. 
and we mm -hmm. talk AFL picks and tips. And with Gabe and I being the only ones that have been doing it for many years on a TV and radio network in the USA and Canada. And we talk other sports as well, whatever's current. Right, right. Yeah, you, you, you do cover lots of different things because you have a lot of you have a lot of irons in the fire, you know, <laughs> and I did, I did give you a little bit of a hard time about being a Denver Broncos fan in the introduction, but you didn't hear that. You won't hear it till I, till I publish this tonight, you know, being a, being a Browns fan. I'm not, I, I'm not a Denver's not one of my favorite teams. Well, after what your Browns have done recently, signing to Sean Watson, maybe we could convert you. Over. Oh, oh my I, God, you know what? what I story that is. I, I just, I'm, yeah, I, I just, <laughs> I still, I'll be honest with you. I still don't know how to feel about that because, you know, the, the, you know, they, they're jettisoning, jettisoning a, you know, a, a young man who is not going to be the best quarterback in the game, you know, might be a little bit, you know, of a pain in the neck for people, but just, you know, he played most of last year with a broken shoulder and did a fairly decent job with that injury. And then they, you know, I, I, and all of the things that have gone on with Deshaun Watson. And again, you know, we don't know everything that's happened. We're hearing lots of different things. You know, I, I, uh, there used to be a Cleveland radio guy by the name of Mike Trevisano who passed away earlier this year. Uh, who always said that he he always cheered for the name on the front of the jersey rather than the name on the back of the jersey, which was the individual player. Yeah. And I I don't think you know I I've been a Brown supporter for well over a half century. I want them to be successful, but I don't think I can, I don't think I can ever be a Deshaun Watson fan. I don't think I. I I want to see the team win, of course, but I just, I, it's just, it just is disturbing what, what has come out about him. Yeah, there's a lad at work that follows the NFL huge. So I've been talking to him quite a bit. And let's say this, Deshaun Watson, he definitely has a deviant type problem. Sure, some of the girls were willing, but some of the stories that are coming out, he is not a well person. He needs help. And then Baker Mayfield. I'd take Baker Mayfield. He played injured. Some people don't like him. I think he's got the team at heart. He shouldn't have played when he was injured. So that I'm I more of a Baker Mayfield fan than I'm not. I think he will get a job starting somewhere this year. And NFL, love it. Absolutely love yeah, it, yeah. as you so, know. Do you think we should, uh, we should send one of those T-shirts that you talked about, that we talked about earlier to Deshaun Watson? <laughs> Yeah, I think you could apply, yeah. you could certainly apply that acronym to him. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, because it's he hasn't taken a whole lot of responsibility for what went on. So I'm 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 saddened by the decisions that they made. So, well, hey, Mick, have a fantastic Thursday evening, sir. Yes, mate. CFL is about to start, and uh, hey. If you or I go six and three this week, I'll be very happy. Maybe even five and four. Yes. We could totally crash and burn. It's that type of weekend. Well, but hey, it's going to be some great games. So that's the main yes, thing. Yes, it eh? will. Yes, it will. And I did uh, I did cover which games will be on online earlier from a fan.com. So again, ladies and gentlemen, my guest has been Mick Aussie from mickaussie.tv or Kim Harrison, if you 
want to go by his proper name, but you won't find him on social media with that name, of course. Uh, this is this has been again, it's been a lot of fun these last few weeks doing this. I've enjoyed uh, talking up the games with you. Um, you know, we'll we'll keep looking at this, and uh, and we shall go from there. But it should be a one hell of a weekend of footy. So absolutely, mate, and enjoy we, watching all the games. You so bet. Catch you later, I, man. You and bet. May May your what's it? May your dribble kick not hit the goalpost. Is that right? Pretty close. I'll give you. I'll give you a B plus on that. May your dribble kick never hit the post. Yes, <laughs> that's it. Yep. I think that's a great. I think that's a great line. I think you know. I mean, that it came is. up with that. You never want it to happen. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Although you know, I did have somebody on a couple uh, back. Was a king that helped preview the Eagles before you go here. He had a really interesting, we talked about, you know, what rule change would you make in the game? And his, his rule change that he said was that if the, the ball hits the posts and still goes through, he would count it as a goal. And if it, if it hit the post and came back into play, then it would be just like the ball hitting the post in soccer and the ball would be live still in the gate and you could still you know, pick up and score from there rather than it being a behind. And I thought that was kind of an interesting because that, that would certainly change the geometry of the game. Yeah, I mean, your, your, your defenders would definitely have to have their heads on a swivel if that was the case. <laughs> yeah. Well, well hey. I'll, I'll leave you with this saying. You got your saying. I'll make up one off the cuff here. May you not put your mouth guard in your sock while you're shooting for goal. Because physics-wise, it will unbalance you. And that's why these players miss goals by putting their mouth guard in their sock. It's an unnecessary bad habit. See you later, mate. Put it, put it in your cup like everybody else does, right? <laughs> Take it easy, Mick. Okay, that was a heck of a lot of fun there. Mick, I truly appreciate you coming on, man. I'm absolutely chuffed being able to talk with him. Uh, a lot of laughs. I, you know, just Mick is just such a positive person about the game. I, I I love his his excitement and and just the fact that he is just passionate about sport. You know, whatever sport it may be. Now he's a Denver Bronco fan, which you know I'm not going to count that against him. But uh, other than that, he's a pretty good bloke. Uh, now. If you head over to my website, yankonthefooty.com, you can find everything you need related to the podcast. You can find links to all of my socials. You can find me uh, on Facebook at Yank on the Footy Podcast. You can find me on Facebook as well if you just search out my name. Uh, you can find me again on Twitter at Yank underscore on, uh, at Yank on the Footy on Instagram. And, uh, of course, I would love to hear from you. So hopefully when you're over there on my website, if you check it out, yankonthefooty.com, I hope a couple things happen. And it will only take you a moment to do so if you're at all interested. One, I hope you do sign up for a spot on the mailing list. It's real easy to do. Just pop your email in there. I'm not bombarding you with all sorts of things. Uh, when new episodes come out, I send out a link. Um, there have only been two or three other times that I've sent out an email to people in the almost three years I've been doing the podcast that have not been related to an actual episode coming out. So I, uh, you won't be seeing a lot of those extra emails from me, okay? Uh, you can also leave a review for the podcast. You can leave one right on the website if you, if you like the show. If you're enjoying what you're hearing, if it's been a lot of fun for you, if you're, if you're finding it at least an interesting take, on the game, if you're just now discovering uh, the podcast, 
and you like what you're hearing, be would be great if you could leave a review. I'd love for you to tell your friends about it. It's a great way to help grow the show. Uh, it's it's just a huge help, as a matter of fact. And I, I did see a bit of an uptick this week. Uh, the club that uh, I gave a shout-out to the other day, uh, the Nangwari Saints, uh, had broken a losing streak going back to 2014. And in fact, immediately after the Geelong and Richmond game on Saturday morning, it'll be about 6 o'clock in the morning my time on Saturday, a couple players from Nangweri and I are going to sit down and talk about that momentous win. And I listened to these uh, these young men uh, on a short radio uh, interview that was a lot of laughs. I'm I'm really looking forward to hearing a little bit more about the story of, of the club and how they persevered. But again, they hadn't won a game since 19. I'm sorry, since 2014. 104 straight losses. Now I'm a Cleveland Browns fan. I know about long losing streaks. Okay, I'm very well in, very well in touch with that sort of thing. So, folks, again, check out with your friends. Make sure they're okay. Reach out to them. Give them a call. You know, if you're in need of talking to somebody, reach out to somebody. You'll notice in my show notes I have all sorts of numbers that deal with that sort of thing in the show notes every single episode. But tell your friends you love them. Tell them you care about them. Tell them about the podcast as well. That's that's tertiary. That's not even secondary there. That's, you know, make sure they're okay. Make sure you're okay. All right. But uh, let them know that you care about them, that you're wondering about them and how they're doing. Uh, I did sit down last night uh, for another interview that's going to be coming out here in just a few days. I sat down with uh, Sean Smith, who played for both North Melbourne and Melbourne, uh, took the mark of the century. Just a fascinating discussion with a, a, a wonderful gentleman. Uh, absolutely loved talking with him last night. It just his story was just was. There were parts of it where I was speechless, and doing a podcast that's not always a good thing. Uh, but I really, really enjoyed it, and I can't wait to bring that to you. Uh, he was just a great ambassador for the game for his kids. Both his daughter and his son are playing at the top level in the AFLW and in the AFL with the uh, AFLW Ruse and with the Ds on the on the men's side. But folks, again, I appreciate the kind words. I love hearing from you. I love being able to engage with you in the different uh, social media settings to find out what your thoughts are about your club. And I, I do absolutely love it when, you know, people will poke fun at the, at the opposing clubs as well. I, I'm not going to sledge on other clubs, you know, because that's not why I'm here, okay? I, uh, I'm i here to learn about this game. I'm here to share my love of this game with uh, other Americans, uh, to let those of you who are in Australia listening know that there are people here that love this game as well. Uh, so, folks, again, thanks for the kind words. And as always, may your dribble kick never hit the post. I will catch you later. <laughs> This has been episode 180 of A Yank on the Footy. Don't forget that you can reach me at yank underscore on on Twitter or to yankonthefooty at gmail.com. And you can find the podcast, A Yank on the Footy podcast, on Facebook. And I'm also over on Instagram as well. 
I do hope you'll share the episode with your friends and family. Tell them about this crazy American who loves your game. And thank you for sharing it with me and with other American fans as well. And there are a lot of us here. Thanks again, folks. And until next time, this is Craig Wessels. Goodbye.